Hey guys, welcome back to the new season of B1 Bytes. I'm Anthony, the new podcast director, and today we are joined by Juju, Flick, and Luna to talk about commerce clubs at Melbourne. To start off, can you guys please introduce yourselves, what clubs you're in or have been in, and your roles in those clubs? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Flick. I'm currently the vice president of Mint, also known as Marketing Intelligence. Um, prior to that, I was also secretary and graphics officer. And I'm also currently a HR officer at Business One, and I used to be a podcast officer. Hey guys, I'm Juju. So I'm currently the Vice President of Initiatives at Melbourne Microfinance Initiative, which is MMI. And prior to that, I have been a podcast officer and also a podcast director in B1 and also subcommittee of FMAA and in the R&D team of Enactus and also the marketing team for one of Enactus's projects. And yeah, currently just in MMI though. Hello, I'm Luna and I'm currently the publications director at Business One. I was also previously a marketing officer and a sponsorship officer at Business One. I'm also currently a marketing officer at SAM. Given that some of you hold leadership positions in your respective clubs, you must have been staying in those clubs since the early stages of your uni life. How did you find out about these clubs in your first year? Yeah, so in first year, I remember I found out about all these clubs through the O-Week orientation stores. So I was talking to reps from B1 and MMI, and those two clubs were the ones that made the most impression on me. And I went to their welcome nights, which were, I think, in the first week of uni, and applied through their recruitment round and did interviews and got in. So that's how I found out about them. So I joined second semester and I had just moved from Perth to Melbourne. I was going to a new university. I really didn't know anyone and I didn't know anything about the clubs whatsoever. Um, But luckily I had a friend who also moved from Perth and she was really interested in commerce clubs. Um, That was when I realised that Commerce clubs have an interview process, which I thought all clubs were just like for funsies, you know. I didn't know that there was an interview process <laughs> and I was very intimidated by it initially. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to do it in my first semester. I'm just going to let my friend do it. But while I was cooking pasta and I was waiting for the pasta to boil, um, I was like, oh, why not? Why not give it a shot? Why not give it a try? And so I submitted my CV and my cover letter and the rest is history. What tips would you give to first years trying to apply for these clubs? And what, what kind of experiences do you put on your CV and how did you ensure that you were a right fit for the club? Yeah, so I think what's really important is you have to have a good understanding of what the clubs are about. All the clubs are very different, I'd say, because, for example, B1 is very centred on startups and MMI, on the other hand, is a lot about social impact. Um, So having a good understanding of exactly what the clubs do are very helpful. Therefore, in your cover letters, I think you should really address it to the clubs rather than writing a generic one. And in terms of the experiences that I put on my resume as a first year, the main things I included were high school extracurricular activities and also leadership experience. I would um, very much say the same. And I think especially in my cover letter, um, given that I didn't have any like industry experience or any club experience, I just talked about what I gained from things like a part-time job with like a lot of soft skills 
and I also tried to like make it personal, don't make it very generic and try and tailor it to what they want. And if you are someone who, for example, is applying for B1 and doesn't have any idea about consulting or startups like I did, I think one of my lines in my cover letter was like, I have no experience about consulting, but I'm super eager to learn and I'm willing to learn a lot more about each of the roles at Business One. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I remember earlier this year when I was applying for these clubs, I was putting down my experiences, or like leadership experiences during high school, um, such as like cross-country captain, house captain and things like that. But yeah, I definitely agree with the sentiment about tailoring each of your cover letters to the specific clubs, such as mentioning the culture or just like, well, B1's tailored to like startups or MMI's like focused on social impact. So moving on, what do you guys think are some of the best benefits you've gained out of joining these commerce clubs? Um, I'd say the best benefit is definitely like the friends and the culture, right? Because I like I had just moved to Melbourne. I was in a u- new university and I really didn't know anyone at all. And I'm not going to lie, um, making friends in lectures and tutorials is very difficult because <laughs> you see them like once a week and then they leave like immediately after the class is done. So you can't really like make friends. Well, you can, but it's kind of difficult. So when I joined B1, I just realized like, yeah, you can make friends in uni, but like definitely join a club because you get to hang out with them and not like have like schoolwork involved or like, yeah, it, I, I I really like the culture and I made a lot of friends um, in the clubs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on the culture. And another important thing was you actually gain a lot of professional experiences in these clubs. So for example, B1, I know they have a lot of different trainings such as consulting training, Figma training, financial modelling training by a bunch of sponsors such as Telstra, BCG, etc. And within all these clubs, you actually get a very good exposure to industry. And that is really, really helpful when it comes to second year when you're applying for internships or third year when you're applying for grad roles. And it's a really good way to help you understand the different opportunities that are out there. I think if I didn't join these clubs, I would be very clueless as to what I'm going to go into after I graduate. But these clubs are definitely very, very helpful in helping you figure out exactly what you want to do after uni finishes. So you mentioned that um, joining these clubs like kind of helps with, I guess, professional development as well. Now, do you see um, your experiences in uni or like joining these uni clubs shaping your future career or personal aspirations? If so, how? Uh, I'd say yes, definitely, because in these clubs you're exposed to a lot of different kinds of strategic thinking and problem solving. So, for example, my experience on the initiative side of MMI really made me realise that I want to do problem solving a lot, like whether it's every day or in my future career. And I'm kind of like leaning towards a career that would be very challenging and would give you a lot of different exposures to various sectors. Um, For me as well, I definitely agree with that. I think that being in B1 has opened my eyes to consulting, particularly because I'm a marketing management major. And before this, I didn't really know what I could do with the management side. And I didn't really particularly have any interest in it. But through the exposure of B1, I feel like I've kind of um, discovered a new career path that maybe I could try out or something that I'd be interested in. I think as well, being vice president and secretary at Mint, um, it's sort of allowed me to more so develop a lot of soft skills and things like that and has allowed me to hone my management skills. 
which I think is also really beneficial for the future. Um, I think it's not necessarily most of the times the work that the club gives you that shapes your future aspirations, but also those who are a bit older than you who are above you that serve as mentors or just like really, really helpful friends throughout your uni life. So I guess seeing what they go into after they graduate could be very, very helpful to you when you're thinking of the potential opportunities that are out there. For example, a lot of my friends went into different industries and it was really helpful to see how they navigated through all of that and navigated through all the application process and just learning from their experiences and their insights as they've been through the whole process could be very helpful. So in a sense, club does help shape uh, future career aspirations indirectly in that way as well. Yeah, just echoing what Flick said, um, I think I really, like, I came into this not knowing anything about consulting. And so, like, now I'm really interested in going into either management consulting or marketing consulting, which has also been shaped by my um, experience at SAM as well. I also, like, am really interested in startups. I am currently um, doing an internship at a marketing consulting company that's, like, really small. And I think, yeah, I think B1 and Sam has really shaped um, what I want to do in the future. Yeah, I really agree with that, actually. Especially the point that Juju made about clubs indirectly affecting, like, or shaping your future career. Because personally with me, when I joined clubs at the start of my uni life, um, it was more like... I wanted to explore different industries such as like um, finance or like marketing or like consulting, even though I didn't really know what any of those were. Um, and like having been in them for a semester, I feel like it's less direct than I expected initially. Um, so rather than like learning about like finance stuff or learning about marketing stuff in those clubs, um, what you learn is more from other people's experiences um, within the industry rather than like um, stuff you would learn in like classroom. Moving on, what do you guys think is one common misconception that other people have about commerce clubs at Melbourne Uni, which you later found to be untrue? I think the biggest thing that I've heard about commerce clubs is that everyone in it is super sharky and it's really difficult to be friends with everyone. And also everyone in it does commerce, which is completely false. In fact, actually, in these clubs, you meet a variety of people from all walks of life. <laughs> you meet people from biomed, from arts, from science, just so much diversity. And everyone is just so wholesome and nice. And it's just so easy to make friends as well. So completely false. But I would say that clubs are a way of bringing together very high-achieving people that are very like-minded. So it's a very good way to meet people that drive you and motivate you to be your best self. I definitely agree with Juju's point about, like, commerce clubs appearing to be sharky. I think especially with the whole, like, finance for a stereotype definitely doesn't help. But um, I think a lot of commerce clubs actually have incredible culture and a lot of the people that you meet have had such different experiences within commerce or outside of commerce. And I would say especially as well, for example, Mint has like a lot of people that are from an arts background or a graphic design background, which is really cool to see. And I think a major aspect of clubs is you get to learn so much from different people. For example, I help out with graphic design in Mint when we reach like peak periods of time. And a lot of them have actually taught me a lot of skills on like Canva and Adobe and things like that, which are incredibly useful and I probably wouldn't have learnt anywhere else. Yeah, I agree with Flick. I'd say a lot of the clubs, 
they have a theme, whether it's social impact or startups. So everyone in the club are very interested in this aspect. So for MMI, everyone's kind of just united by this mission of creating genuine social impact. And for example, two of our project teams went on trips to Laos and Indonesia over the winter break, and they were actually able to have genuine, tangible, realistic impact in there, which they really, really enjoyed. And just bringing back that knowledge and being able to share that with the whole club really is something that's really wholesome and fulfilling as well. What do you guys think are some of the major challenges you've faced while being in multiple clubs and like how have you overcome them? I would say probably one of my biggest challenges is actually the period that I'm in right now. So I'm HR officer at Business One, so I've been helping out with recruitment and as well as vice president of Mint, I'm also helping out with recruitment there as well. Um, So I think this period of time has been pretty hectic because I've just got schedules here, there and everywhere. Um, But I think one of my favourite ways is I love myself a Google Calendar that is nicely colour-coded. So I like to use that as a way of organising my time and ensuring that um, I get everything done. I think a perk of this challenge is it's early in the semester during weeks one and two where my study load probably isn't as big. Um, So a lot of the times I try and get my study done before all of these recruitment interviews or different deliberations and things like that happen just so I know I have time for everything. Yeah, I definitely agree what um, Flick said. I'm also in marketing at Sam whilst being in recruitment at B1, and both of them are quite intense during the recruitment period. I was also doing a winter subject and an internship. (laughs) So um, just balancing work life, uni life, and um, like um, commitments in clubs was definitely a bit difficult for me. I think my Lord and Saviour was also like Google Calendar, like just planning everything in to make sure nothing overlaps or like I can get work done in time. Yeah, organisation is key. Yeah, definitely. I know you guys mentioned this briefly as well, but I was just wanting to like clear up a bit more. Like, how do you guys find the balance between your club involvement with your academic commitments as well? I would say it's pretty manageable. I think... A lot of the times, um, peak times of clubs and peak times of like academics are very different for me. I find myself that during about like weeks five and 10, I tend to have a more rigorous academic workload. I have like more assignments coming up and things. Whereas I would say for Mint, it's more like every three or four weeks. um, And I try and get stuff for Mint done ASAP and a lot of the times my work at Mint is less so actually doing the work but more so delegating and managing it and making sure that a lot of my officers and directors stay on top of everything. So I think it's quite manageable and I think as well um, a good checklist and a good balance all throughout the semester of my social life, my club life, my uni life and my work life are the key to balancing it all. Yeah, I agree with Flick. I think it's definitely very challenging, especially during the more busier periods, to continue with clubs and also making sure that your academics are on track. So it's good to get all your club work done ASAP and just really stay on top of everything and making sure that you don't fall behind on uni as well because the lectures can catch up to you really quickly. And making sure that you have time for yourself, for example communicating early on in clubs that you're going to be out for these weeks. For example, we have a blackout period for MMI during SWAT VAC or during exam periods. 
that you might be, I guess, uncontactable for club-related matters because everyone's just focusing on their own academics. So just making sure that you're communicating all of that, communicating your availability when you can and cannot do work and just be really open with your team because everyone understands how difficult it can be balancing clubs versus like academics and or like other part-time or internships that you're also balancing at the same time. So yeah, just being really open and honest about your availabilities and everyone would definitely understand. I definitely personally relate to that um, because I think last semester, since it was my first semester, um, I took on a bit too much um, in terms of my extracurricular. But then um, what was really telling was like um, everyone in all my clubs were like very understanding about like um, difficult time periods in terms of academics, such as like assignments coming up or like um, exams coming up. So it's like we would always try to like get work done before that period so that there's a bit less stress like during that period um and yeah definitely just like communicating when you aren't able to get certain things done because like there will always be someone to like have your back to like help you um even when you can't do it yourself what do you guys think is the most defining difference between b1 and the other clubs you're part of so i think b1 for me b1 is a much larger club than mint So one key thing for me that I found was the mentorship that I got within B1. I feel like um, having an exec role in Mint meant that a lot of people were looking to me when perhaps I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really have much to give them. But I feel like in B1, um, it's really allowed me to learn a lot more from other people, um, especially more about the industry and more about future pathways which is something that I'm starting to think more, especially as I reach the end of my second year. Um, And so I think that's probably the main difference for me. I think the most defining difference about B1 is it's focused on providing pro bono consulting for startups. It's an objective that's quite niche, I think. Although there are a lot of consulting clubs out there, B1's really the only one that's centred on startups. So through my experience in B1, through in the podcast team, actually, I was able to talk to a lot of cool people from the startup landscape and I learned a lot about startups through the different roles and also people's different experiences in the startup sphere. So that was really interesting because I actually had a prior interest, especially in the startup landscape. So I think, yeah, B1's focus on just the startup industry as a whole is pretty cool. Each university club has its unique culture and dynamics. How do you adapt your leadership style to suit the needs of different clubs? I think leadership style is always dependent on the people that you lead. So, for example, I think a lot of teams work in different ways and you'll find that a lot of personalities um, have different ways of going about things. So I think the key attribute of leadership is adaptability and flexibility and it's understanding how they work, the best way that they work and how you can complement that and help them to grow even more as individuals. I I agree on the flexibility point because different teams or different individuals have different goals that they're trying to achieve through the club. So one really important thing is to understand exactly what people are trying to accomplish through their semester or their time in these clubs and really understanding how you as a leader can support that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys in that catering towards your team or what their goals and ambitions are is really, really important. 
Um, I think also something that's really, really important is being approachable, being someone they can contact, not being someone so intimidating they're too afraid or like, I guess, being a domineering person. Um, I also personally really prefer like a more flat leadership structure. So I, I prefer being like, I guess, while being in a leadership position, just still being someone who can be approached by others who can chat and just like be someone else you know that can help you along in your journey. Yeah, I definitely second that. I think personally, from my experiences, the leaders who have liked working under the most have always been the ones who are most approachable and don't seem too different from you are, even though you are technically working under them. So when it comes to my personal leadership style, I would I also really like just treating everyone as I would otherwise, um, because I think in their situation, I would also like to be treated the same. So just wrapping up now, um, what do you think is something you would like to say to someone who is on the fence or even hesitant about applying for or joining the commerce clubs at Melbourne? Some people know this, but my motto for this year was get comfortable being uncomfortable. And um, to people that are hesitant about joining, I would say like, shoot your shot. Like the worst that could happen is like you don't get in. And sometimes it's not even because of you. It's just because of the amount of candidates that they receive. And there's always other semesters for you to try out. I would say a lot of the times um, we ourselves are not very sure of the skills that we possess and sometimes what we can offer. But I think a lot of other people can see the potential in you. So remember to back yourself And I think especially as a girl, I think I've heard this um, stat, which is like boys are more than likely to apply if they hold about four out of 10 skills that are required for the job. Girls might hold nine out of 10 skills, but might still not apply. So I'd say especially in that regard, try out for it and you never know what could happen. Yeah, I agree with that. I think there's definitely nothing you can lose by applying. There's only so much potential that you can gain through submitting that application so it's a win-win situation either way so it's definitely better to take your chances and shoot your shot and send that app in um yeah there's nothing you can lose by submitting it I think also like especially as a first year you're usually not confident in your skills um because you haven't had that much experience in uni or that much work experience but um oftentimes the recruiter can see your passion or interest to learn more about the club. Um, The club is not only about like showcasing your skills, but also learning new skills and developing your skill set. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I'd say personally, um, what I'd say to someone who's hesitant about joining commerce clubs is don't be afraid of like lacking experience, um, like what we said earlier. Um, Like whether you come from a like commerce background or a science, arts, design background, you always have a unique perspective to offer, even to these commerce clubs. So like B1, MMI, we always like have people from different degrees. It's not just people studying a Bachelor of Commerce, obviously. Um, And yeah, like everyone else has been saying, you will never lose out on anything by applying. You only have things to gain. Just as a final question, what would you like people outside the club to know to better understand its purpose and or impact? Something that I have just thought of doesn't specifically just apply to the clubs I'm in. I think it applies to all commerce clubs and it's to understand that we're so open to all different degrees and all different backgrounds and 
the best thing about a club is the diverse range of people that you get to meet and collaborate with. With clubs, you actually don't realise how professional sometimes the work that you're doing really is. So, for example, with B1, you're genuinely helping startups in Australia who are actual like companies that are trying to expand their impact. And with MMI, on the other hand, you're genuinely helping these underserved microfinance institutions in developing countries like Uganda, Laos and Indonesia. And not only are your clients like genuine real people out there that you're helping, you're also working with really cool mentors from a range of professional firms, ranging from like McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Trucani, Rightline, just all the big names that are out there, whether it's consulting or um, investment banking industry. So it is very professional, some of the work that you're doing, and I think I didn't really expect that coming into the club itself. So yeah, I'd say, yeah, the level of professionalism that you're really upholding was surprising to me. Hey, just to like end things off, we'll go count of three, say which club is the best. (laughs) Okay, one, two, three. Business One Consulting. (laughs) Okay, the jokes aside, thank you guys so much for joining us today and we'll see you guys next time on the next episode of B1 Fights.